0: Okay, right. Mike's adjust. Right, cool. Alright. Now, I said something, and then after that, the music just played automatically. So, what was it? What was it? I think it was in the words of Public Enemies Chuck D. Bringing the noise? every time. <laughs> Welcome one and all. You're listening to a Fifth Element production. I'm Charlie Taylor and this is What's Good. Now, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I, For those that used to listen back in the day, what do I keep saying back in the day? It wasn't back in the day, it was a few months ago. <laughs> for those that listen to the radio show version of what's good, the studio radio v- version, when I was a uh, radio sonar, back, big up radio sonar, welcome, and for people that didn't listen, because they didn't know me, <laughs> and <laughs> are just listening just because, uh, and this is the first time they're hearing me, welcome, of course, welcome on and all, everyone's welcome here. Now, for those that did listen back in the day, stop saying back in the day, it wasn't back in the day, um... You know what this show's about. It's basically me just talking about what I want to talk about, and I was very loose with what I wanted, what I talked about uh, in what for the radio version of What's Good. It was very just get news clippings and talk about what I felt like talking about that happened during the week. Uh, this will be a little bit different, and and if you're listening to me for the first time, then it's nothing. This this is all new to you, so it's all good. I will be talking about only four things every episode. And four things will be in a umbrella of four specific subjects. The subjects that are most important to me, obviously breathing and family and friends and you know my heart pumping is obviously more important, but I'm talking <laughs> I'm being a bit more, you know, um, a bit more, you know, realistic with uh, <laughs> Uh, A bit more abstract with what I'm talking about here. So the four things that are most important to me through my lens. Film and television. I'd count that as one thing. Sport, music, and life. Now, what do I mean by life? Well, you're going to have to wait until we actually get to that segment. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's basically how the show is going to go every episode. Now, as it pertains to this episode, it is very, very, very basic. I honestly was... I've been thinking about this for a while and I've been thinking about doing this obviously this show for a long time but it's only until literally I think a few days ago where I actually got what I wanted I actually locked down what I wanted to do and what I felt like was possible to do on a you know a long-term basis and even if I get people in whether it's friends that want to come on or you know uh, or if anyone requests anyone, like, you know what I mean? like If they want to want my mum to be on the show, like, fine, I don't really mind. Um, and if it's someone I'm interviewing and they also want to come on as part of this, it can all be in... These four umbrellas can be something that, you know, people can be... You know, people can sink their teeth into. Not everyone's into film and television, I understand that. Not everyone's into sport, not everyone's into music, but at the bare minimum, everyone's into life. <laughs> so there's always something for somebody to chew on if they come onto the show. and But basically, most of the time, it will be just me talking about these four things through my lens. And I will obviously be more specific as to what kind of sports, what kind of film TV subjects, whatever. You know, obviously, life is much more broad, and I'll get to that later. So... That's how the show is going to uh, go, and again, for this show specifically, it is going to be very, very basic. This is very, very loose for me, because I just wanted to record. I'll be real with you. At the moment, it is nearly 4pm, 13th of November, 2018. Okay? Now, for the past few weeks, I've been trying to... uh, Update my site and to you know start another podcast and some things haven't gone the way I wanted to. At the moment, you know we all have the, we all have time. So I wanted to just record, and this is what I'm doing. I'm just recording for for more sh- for future shows. This will be much more regimented. It'll be much more. I wouldn't be doing this, I wouldn't be doing all this talking uh, before the actual show actually begins, (coughs) excuse me, and yeah, I just wanted to set the record of what this uh, particular episode is going to be about, it's basically an introductory episode, I'm not really interested in the fact that, you know, it's not structured as well as it could be, yada yada yada, I just want to record. And sometimes, and I have the technology for it. I have a microphone. I have a laptop to record out of. I'm gonna do it. That's basically what this is. so for future episodes, this will be much much better. I will guarantee you that, and I like to think that I try to get better every episode and this is very basic. it was very low bar I'm setting myself <laughs> so, <laughs> so I hope you I hope you got I hope everyone's fine with that so Let's get into what I'm going to talk about. So I'm, and as it pertains to the four topics, they will chop and change. I'm not going to talk about film and television every, for the first uh, first thing every time. It might be music next episode. You never know. that might start it off. So you know, I'm going to play fast and loose with that. It, uh, you know, it's 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 the show. You, I will get to all of them at some point. So you know, it's all good, and I'll probably put the. Um, the time the time stamps down below if you actually want to hear the specific uh, subjects i'm talking about so i'm starting with i'm going to start with film and TV so for those that don't know me, I am a film and television graduate at South amazon University. That was the course I took film and television that's how it specifically was. There were different courses like film and film production and TV production and all that all that uh, good stuff but I chose film and television. And fun story about why I actually picked film with television. Originally, I wasn't. It was actually my fifth choice out of out of five. <laughs> so, for those that don't live in the UK or who haven't or live in the UK and haven't gone through the university application circuit, when you are in sixth form or when you're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, you go through this. You know, just month months long process of applying to universities and they give you these conditional offers unconditional offers yada 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 now, as it pertains to me at that time, I was very into sports journalism, believe it or not. I was writing for a multimedia site shout out to the people at deafpen and I basically wrote about basketball for a good three years from like the ages from 16 to 19 throughout and I stopped during my first year of university. So it was something that I really enjoyed at the time and something I was considering pursuing obviously in university. So when I applied to them for when I applied to the five universities, four of them were journalism based. I think two of them, two or three of them were specifically sports journalism and two of them were different types of journalism. And then came the fifth one. Shout out to my dad because he actually gave me some good advice. He just said, pick something completely different just so, just in case, just in case your mind completely changes. And lo and behold, he was right during the application process, I was going through it, and I went for, you know, open days, all that stuff, and I had an interview at Southampton Solent for Film and Television, and I talked to one of the heads of the department of sorts, uh, Donna Pebbady, big up up Donna, and she kind of, um, she kind of uh, threw me into the a different way of thinking because I was basically telling her what I wanted to do. I was very sure of myself. I was going to her, nah, look, this is just... I didn't say this, obviously, but paraphrasing. This is just all formality. This is all just, you know, I want to do journalism, basically. And I just picked this because, well, my dad told me to pick something different. And film and television is something I've been... Media, overall, is something I had I've had a major interest in from, like as early as I can remember to obviously net obviously at that point and when I was going through the a-level media I was getting a bit disinterested because I felt like believe it or not I felt like I did everything <laughs> what an idiot I was honestly so <laughs> she kind of persuaded me in a way to just think about it a bit more and to open my mind a bit she was like, "Well, you can still do all that, all that genderism stuff that you want to do, all that writing stuff you want to do, but you can also, you know, broaden your horizons on the film and TV side." And I was like, "You make a good point." She made good points. That's basically it. She made good points. So I spent about two weeks mulling over, and it clicked. It just, it just clicked for me. It was, I need to do this, and I ended up picking it. So, that's basically the background of film and television, and so, <laughs> of, of a little bit of background of me, and this is basically, excuse me, this is basically what the whole episode is going to be about, it's just, um, I'm just going to tell you a bit of my story in terms of my uh, relationship towards these four things, and then we'll get into um, that kind of, uh, get into the subject a bit more. So, as it pertains to film and TV, and the thing I want to talk about right now is what I want to call the New American Renaissance. Now, I actually wrote something about this on a website called Cagebird Magazine. I will drop a link to the actual article itself uh, in the description so you can read it. But basically, the New American Renaissance is something I coined, okay? I coined it. <laughs> If anyone comes up with it, if, if anyone says it, it came from me. I said this at the start of the year. I said this at 2017, December 2017. Timestamp that. If anyone says it right now, it comes from me. Give me credit. So, the New American Renaissance from, uh, is what I call basically the new harlem renaissance the 21st century harlem renaissance so if you don't know what the harlem renaissance is it was this time in america in the 1920s and 30s where in harlem new york obviously a uh, well a section of new york city harlem there was a influx of black laureates writers poets musicians business owners you know just a creative Boom, just a creative boom of black artists. Now, the reason why I call it the 21st century Harlem Renaissance, the reason why I call it the New American Renaissance, is because I generally feel like we are not in yet, not quite yet, but we are entering a 21st century Harlem Renaissance. And it's kind of poetic considering. We are entering the 2020s in a few, in a couple of years, and obviously the Hanuman Renaissance started in the 1920s. So 100 years later, we are getting, we, we in my view, predicting, <laughs> admittedly, a new Renaissance. Now, more specifically, I mean that it's it's not just it's not just film and television. Mm. Think about think about it, right? It's not just film and television, fashion. Uh, fashion, business, uh, what, what other things? I don't know. Just, just, just everything else that you can consider. Arts, painting, whatever you know. All most of the creative avenues that you can think of, they are, they all have a just, a, just an influx of black artistry, and I feel like. Obviously, film and television being the and music, obviously being the main modes, the mo- mo- more mainstream modes of creativity uh, in the world, they're obviously leading the pack. You know, you watch you watch TV now, and there's genuine spaces where black creatives can flourish. Uh, I saw a Instagram post today where I, th- I, f- I forget her name. I might just get up right quick where the I think head of programming for Sky or so, or, so, or something like that. She recently got a job at Netflix and she's moving to Netflix. So that's and that's something that can you know that add on to what the what Netflix is doing. They they recently did a a, a recreation of the a, a good day in Harlem. If you type that up on Google, it's a photo of just basically notable. Uh, notable black men um just on a on a step on a stepper uh, in front of a house in Harlem and it's a great picture. So her name is um Anne Mensa. She was Sky's head of drama and she's headed to Netflix to oversee UK content. This is big. So she obviously she she was a champion of diverse stories. She brought Lenny James's Save Me, Noel Clark's Bulletproof. If you've seen those two shows in the past year, they are great. Blackberry shows with black with black British leads, and Netflix. As I talk about Netflix again, they have a Twitter feed called Strong Black Strong Black Lead, and they started that because they have a genuine influx of black talent. Dear white people, the Get Down, uh, Rapture, the documentary series Hip Hop Revolution, documentary series. So many originals. It's not just. It's not just that anymore. Think about 10, even 5, 10 years ago. We did not have this. We really didn't. Think about the... Try and and think in your head. Try and just think of some black creators right now. And I'm going to try and do the same. Uh, Ava DuVernay. Was she here 10 years ago? Did you know her name 10 years ago? Did you know her name 5 years ago? Did you know her name 2 years ago? (laughs) You know? Donald Glover. Even though he had this charged Gambino thing, and, you know, he wrote for Community, he is flourishing at the moment. There is nothing this guy cannot do, and I will say this, and I'll say this till the cows come home. He is the most talented man in the game right now. He can do anything. <laughs> he, can st- he can do neuroscience, and I'll be, I'll be like, okay, then, he can do it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Why not? It's Donald Glover. I I... I ain't sneezing on what he can what, on the limits he can he can reach. Uh, who else? Issa Rae. There you go. That's another one. I am um, admittedly drawing a blank. Barry Jenkins. There you go. There's a, there's, there's only a few. Justin Simeon of the White People fame. All the actors that came out of that. All the actors that came out of Sel- Selma or Wrinkle in Time or Kenya Barris's Blackish. Like. You know, these are genuine... These are genuine black creative things that are being created in the uh, in the US, admittedly. The UK, admittedly, has a lot to go. Has a long way to go. As I remember, uh, Anne Mentor's work at Sky has been brilliant in terms of what she's done there. But that's just one thing, isn't it? That is just one thing. The only notable... Thing I can think of from a Black British perspective is Michaela Cole, of chewing gum fame, being in a black musical and it's based in Camden. <laughs> a love musical about black love in Camden. That's the only notable thing I can really imagine. Uh, I can really think of other than what Ann Mens has done. I just, I just said. So, that's why I say it's a new American Renaissance and not a new a UK and American renaissance you know what I mean America has been obviously there's a lot of things going on there and I might talk about that a little bit later but there is a lot to be optimistic about from a black creative perspective and as me as a black creative it really motivates me because it shows to me and it shows to people younger than me and also older than me that that it's possible that you can do this that you can create something and maybe, just maybe, it can get made. And even more, maybe, just maybe, not impossible, it can be the best thing on TV or, f- or on the silver screen right now. Black Panther, for example, Ryan Kugler, forgot about Ryan Kugler, forgot about Michael B. Jordan, Chadwick Boseman, it's all coming out now. Lupita Nyong. <laughs> They're all, all the names are coming to me now. But you see what I mean? You see how there's in just in the past. Just in the past five years, there has been an, just a just a light, just a lighter, a steady rise of black Brit, of black talent coming out of the US and also out of the UK. I don't want to leave the UK completely out of it, but obviously, there in terms of statistically, there is a lot to do. Statistically, everywhere there's a lot to do in terms of diversity and in terms of you know representation. We can also talk about LGBTQ. Shows and films, a lot of representation that is needed there. You know, there's a lot of improvements that need to be made. And awards, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that when award season comes. But, but obviously, a lot of improvement needs there. <laughs> and, if, and if you've listened to uh, a student version of What's Good, you know, of of I've, I've, um, I've kept i uh, I've kept notes of all of all of that. So. But yeah, that's film and television for me, and again, that's basically how I think about things right now the this how I'm thinking about things that's my lens right now and yeah that's 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 basically how I see things right now. I think there is going to be a a real f- flourish and it's been steady, but I think there's just gonna be a one year where it's just gonna it's just gonna explode, and I wanna be there for that. So, let's move on to the next topic, which is, I think it's sport. I'm going to go for sport. So, I didn't really know, again, lack of planning. This will be much better planned, I promise you, in the, <laughs> in future shows. I think of... I have a real fascination with sport from a mental perspective. I... For my site, the Fifth Element, and I'll talk about that later in the music section. I interviewed a Olympic athlete, Tiana Bartelletta. Shout out to her. She is a gold medalist. She has done it all from a from a success perspective. You know, she's been at the top of her. She's been top of her level. She's been the greatest long jumper. You know, in in years in in years past, and. I wanted to interview her at that in that moment because I do find the mentality of an athlete fascinating more than the actual sports themselves and in terms of what sports I'm into it's, um, y- you know I'm not really into football like most british men uh, um I'm not I'm, I'm I keep up with it because it's very easy to keep up with uh, but you know I'm not really I'm not. I'm not deep into it as my mates are, or you know, as you know, most people. But I keep up. I'm more into basketball, as I kind of hinted at like, uh, earlier. Basketball, athletics, Formula One. Those are basically my top three. And I'm into. I mean, in, I'm into a lot of other things as well, but but not as hard, but not as focused as as those three. So, I find I find sport fascinating. From a mental's perspective, kind of more than the actual entertainment of it, because I find an athlete's mind just so different to everyone else's, to to like the normal per the average Joe, because they have to be consistently have they have to consistently have this mindset of either. Of, of this hunger to be the best they can be and some of them you know they don't say this to them they don't say this obviously but they're not going to be the best in the world at what they do granted they can have them they can have a year they can have a race just a race where they're the best they they they're the best in the game right now but over that consistent amount of time over a 10 15 sometimes 20 year period can cons- depending on the sport, they have to have this mindset of just complete focus on the task at hand, and the complete focus of wanting to get better, I feel like most people in the world don't have this mindset, simply because they don't need it, but for me, as a person who writes constantly and who constantly thinks about ideas and tries to formulate them ideas and try to make these ideas reality it is something i have a kinship with i'm not going to say i have the athlete mentality that i that that you know a person like tiana bartoletta has like a person like uh, who's really hardcore with uh, 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 i don't have Marvin mentality i'm not kobe bryant I'm definitely not Kobe Bryant from a mentality standpoint, you know. I'm not that hardcore with it, but I have a I'm going to say I have a kinship to that mentality. I understand that mentality from a from a very from an outsider looking in perspective. I have an understanding of it. And I think some people some people who watch sport regularly have that perspective as well and have that understanding. So but when it comes to the mindset I feel like for me, I want to have, I really want it. I really want it. I I just have a real jealousy for for athletes that can do that to their, do the things they do to their body, like, you know, push it to the limits where they're about to puke or they're about to pass out. I can do, I can, I can, anyone can do those things, but nobody wants to do those things. Do you see what I mean? Nobody wants to run until they puke. Why would you, what, what? why would you want to write? why would you want to run till you puke like you know what i mean It's illogical. <laughs> nobody wants to puke <laughs> it's not a fun it's not a fun uh, it, i mean i mean if you're if you're into that kind of thing but nobody nobody you know wants to puke <laughs> you know what i mean uh, so it is a mindset that you have to that you have to have if you want to be an athlete and again i enjoy those i enjoy that kind of that, that that small part that, that major part of it actually because it's something, again I want, something I aspire to have, damn, something I want to have and something I like to think I have but I probably don't I can have spurts of, you know deep writing sessions where I'm like writing until 6am, if you consider that mamba mentality then sure <laughs> I don't, but if you do thank you <laughs> appreciate that, but I, but humbly, I don't think I have that, <laughs> but I find sport fascinating on that particular, uh, that particular ground, so that's how I see sport most of the time, I enjoy the, I enjoy the mental side of it from any perspective, you know, if you're, you know, if you've got five seconds left on the buzzer, what are you thinking about, you know, or just the small things like, how do you train, or how do you train your mind to, you know, block out the noise, or whatever, you know, there's 80,000 fans shouting your name, like, how do you deal with that popularity, celebrity sometimes, for, for some people, uh, you know those all come into that's how that's how i sometimes most of the time look at sport and obviously you know you can be very minus with it and just yay sport entertainment you know you can be very minus with that but uh but again, I like to be cognizant of the uh of the mental of the of the of the hidden side of the of the invisible side of um of uh sport wherever the sport may be so Let's get into the third topic, which is life. So what is life as a subject? So I kind of wanted to have this baseline subject so I can so I can give myself an excuse to speak about whatever the f- I like. <laughs> For those that listen to the student radio show, they know that I couldn't talk about politics sometimes I did sometimes I did <laughs> but they we had a blanket rule where we couldn't talk about politics because obviously politics is very it can be very uh you know politics <laughs> I don't really have to explain how heated it can get for some people so and I kind of wanted to have this kind of partly as a reason to that if I ever want to talk about politics I can because it's a podcast and it's not just a podcast it is my podcast and it just gives me a reason to talk about that kind of things but I'm but I like to think I can be professional with it if I ever talk about something that can be tab either a taboo subject or a very heated subject sometimes politics can be that heated subject or even just society and culture in general obviously the other three topics can, I can be very fun with, and, but life, sometimes, as a, you know, as a whole thing, whatever the subject may be, inside that, inside that subject of life, it can be very heated, and I understand that, and I try to be very, I try and be very professional with it, excuse me, I try and be very professional with it, so, whatever the subject's, comes up <laughs> I'm not gonna come up with a subject right now just to for an example but whatever subject comes up in later shows whether it is I don't know something that gets people very heated and there are two sides and I try and balance those both sides you know I I'm I'm gonna try and be very professional with that so it's kind of a challenge for me to be a thoughtful speaker as i want to be and that thoughtful person i want to be where i can look at both sides and i can you know just not rationalize it because some things don't need rationalizing some things are just plain common sense stupid but if it comes to that where i have to juggle two things and see mm, yeah i get i get what these people are talking about mm, yeah i get what these people are talking about I will go for that, but if I have something I'm passionate about, I will be passionate about it, and if you disagree with me, you can tell me, I'm I'm not, I'm not, it's not it's not that deep for me, like, you know, just, you know, keep it, keep it clean, <laughs> but if you have anything you want to say to me, say it, like, if you disagree with what I say, then by all means, go for it, even if it's a politics standpoint, even if it's something I truly believe in, you know, you can disagree with me if you like, if you want to come on the show and disagree with me and have a conversation about it, I am fine with that, because as I said before, I think, because I will be real with you, I have tried to start this podcast several times and I don't remember what I said said at the beginning, I've done the intro so many times in the past hour, as I said before, I enjoy learning, so if you have something that is word that you know is something that i might not know about or don't understand and i claim to understand it but i really don't understand it check me check me <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not against it honestly we are all here to learn from you know from a, just a fundamental l- meaning of life standpoint we had to learn as much as possible and then die <laughs> that's how I see, that's how I'm seeing things at this moment in time, I want to learn as much as possible, so, and that's kind of why I invite people, well, not openly invite, but I have the floor open for if someone wants to come and record a show with me, and talk about something they're passionate about, I revel in that, I love it when someone's passionate about something that I may not be passionate about, by, but... You know, seeing someone's passionate about something is very motivating, it's very it it warms me to an extent, you know, it, it makes me feel good and you know, I also learn something out of it. So I get something out of it. So again, if you wanna come on the show, if you wanna email the show, I'll I'll put the links down in the description, I'll put it later I'll put it at the end of the show. If you wanna contact me in any sort of way and actually wanna be on the show or whatever then by all means come through, and we'll talk about what you want to talk about. I am so down for that, honestly. That's this is what's good with me, but it can be what's good with you. You know, I that's kind of that's kind of the thing. It's what's good with me, but I'm also asking the question. That's why I have the question mark in the title. What's good with you? Like that's what it's saying. What's good with you? So yeah, that's that's how that's how I'm seeing. That's how I'm seeing things as the show, and then back to the life point. This is what life is going to be. It's going to be me talking about either something that is going on in life, something that's going on with our lives, you know, whether it is politics, whether it's society, whether it's the society we live in, the culture we live in, the... Just anything that's happening in life right now, whatever's happening in the news, maybe, or whatever I'm just feeling angry about, it might just be that. It might just be I'm something I'm just really angry about. Whether it whatever it is, that's what life is going to be about. So it's going to be a very broad it's the, it's the broadest of the three of the four subjects, and um and that's basically how it's going to be. And the last one the last subject is going to be music. Now, as some of you know, and as I've plastered all over my social media, and I've plastered all over the description of this particular show, this is a fifth element podcast. This is a fifth element podcast network show by that i mean this is part of the fifth element uh it's fifth element umbrella for some that don't know me i am the co-creator director and lead editor of the fifth element website which is a hip-hop site at its core It's a hip-hop blogger's core really it's basically me highlighting the fifth element of hip-hop which is forgotten and that fifth element is knowledge Hip-hop is something that is rooted in knowledge and education and, you know, learning about stuff. When you listen to somebody's album, sometimes, obviously sometimes it's just a, you know, regular turn-up album. But, you know, sometimes there is an album with a concept or with a message, a message, and you are listening to that message. Now you can reject or accept the message as much as you like. You can be subjective with it as much as you like. You're listen. You're the listener. But they're giving you a message, and by listening to that message, you are learning it already. You are gaining knowledge already about that person, about whoever they're talking about, whatever they're talking about, whatever they're rapping about, whatever they're singing about. That is what you get. That is fundamentally what you get from not just hip hop, but from all music, all pop music. Rock music, reggae, soul, jazz—all the music, all the music. Maybe not Mel, I don't know what messages they give for male. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. God, metal fans, are oh, don't, don't get, don't mess with metal fans. But, um, but that's basically what the Fifth Element is all about. That's basically what my site is all about, and this is basically what my podcasts are going to be about. I'm starting a Fifth Element podcast as well with my partner Rote Mill, and that's coming. That's coming soon, hopefully. And in place of that, I'm doing what's good at the moment. So, and that's also going, this is also going to be about me learning things. This is why this is comes to the, harks back to the last subject of life. You know, music is something I find great knowledge in. It's, find, it's something I find great enjoyment in. And it's something I like to, it's something I enjoy talking about. It's something I enjoy writing about. So music is, the music subject uh, section It's going to be, obviously, about music, and I'll talk about, maybe, I'll talk about, you know, whatever's happening in music, or just what I enjoy about this particular artist, or, you know, what I'm liking about the music scene, or what I'm not liking about the music scene. I'm going to try and not to overlap the subjects with what I talk about in the Fifth Element podcast, which again is coming soon. I'm going to try not to do that, so if you are a big fan of the Fifth Element, I hope you are, (laughs) <laughs> if you're a big fan of the Fifth element and you listen to both podcasts when they when they're both when they're both going when they're both going on, I will try not to overlap my opinion- um, both opinions so you're not listening to the same opinion you know i'm i'm gonna try not to recycle so uh, that'll be a bit of a balancing act but I'll get through it well, we'll i might I might trip up now and again and accidentally do it but we'll see we'll see how that goes so that's basically how music. How the music uh, thing is going to work. And, yeah, that's basically what the show is going to be about. This has been a... (laughs) This has been basically like a 40-minute explanation of what the show is going to be about. (laughs) Regular shows will be... I'm thinking an hour long. I'm going to try and have 15 minutes for every subject I do. So that's basically how it's going to work. And... Yeah, that's that's basically how it's going to work from a time standpoint. This has been basically a 40-minute introduction, I know, and hopefully it's given you all the information you need to, you know, be ready and to be ready to enjoy because this is something that I'm really, really passionate about and it's something I really enjoyed as soon as I, as soon as I hit up that mic and I played the ruler's back <laughs> instrumental, no it wasn't even the instrumental, it was the actual song. And it it was the the explicit lyrics. So my first ever What's Good was March 1st, 2016. And I played the rulers back because I didn't have an intro. It was kind of impromptu. I basically said, can I have a show? And they were like, yeah. So, and then they said, you're doing it now. You're doing it 8 8 a.m. on a Tuesday. I was like, oh, crap. I have like three days to sort myself out. So yeah, I put on the rulers back and it was had the explicit lyrics and um, yeah. So the the first show didn't go well, but then again, and this, you know, in some cases, this show didn't go as planned because I didn't plan it at all. Um. So yeah, that's basically how the show is going to go, uh, from a from this from here on forth, and for people that want to know about all the details behind this Uh, this is obviously a 5th Element production so if you hit up t 5 thelementorguk you'll find all podcasts there I'm going to create a page just for the podcasts. and if you follow 5th Element UK on Twitter you'll find it there as well and if you follow my personal uh, my personal socials as well I'm obviously going to plaster on those so, there are plenty of ways to find this, and I'm gonna try and see if I can put this on you know all the outlets like Spotify and apple music and all the good and all the all the other good places that you find podcasts I'm gonna try and do that as well, so I'm trying to think if there's any more housekeeping to do, and I don't think there is so yeah, this has been the first episode of what's good, a very introductory episode of what's Good, very rudimentary episode of What's good, <laughs> but I hope you've enjoyed it uh hope you join the journey with me and I'll see you next time here on What's Good so have a good however long it takes (laughs) me till the next time, take it easy